0: Monday. How is everybody? I got to step away real quick. Uh, prior obligations and life's complications. We do have the guests on. I kind of to you who we got coming on here, and I will be in in just a few minutes. Again, Icon Granny Hoaxer here with us. Let you guys run the, uh, take the reins of the ship here for a couple of minutes, and I
1: will
2: be back again. It is Monday.
1: Welcome, and thank you for listening.
2: All right. Thank you, Big Swing. Hey, Granny Hoaxer, how are you today? I'm um,
3: well. Thank you. What about you, Icon? Well, you know, I'll tell you
2: what—I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my uh, my furry buddy here is uh, with me, and he wants to talk on the phone, but he can't because he does not have his FCC license. But anyway, uh, we have, <laughs> hi Homer. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a big show with us uh, tonight. Uh, actually, <clears throat> we got a couple big weeks coming up uh, tonight. We have uh, Chandler Hopkins. He's going to hop in uh, and talk to us, and we also have. Uh, Another awesome wrestler with us And uh, it's going to be Joshua uh, Rupiper Uh, He's going to be on with us as well Uh, It was supposed to be him and his tag team partner But uh, Freddie Hudson uh, will have to reschedule So we'll eventually get him on And uh, I also want to announce this uh, uh, Now Because they are confirmed for next week We are going to have uh, the great director with us, and his name is Preston Francis. He's got the uh, great horror film Ruin Me, and uh, the lead actress, uh, I have trouble uh, pronouncing her name, uh, Marciana is going to be on with us as well, and also Colton Toombs is going to be on with us, and, uh, of course, his father was the great Rowdy, or I should say, it was a great Roddy Toombs, aka Rowdy Roddy. And uh, awesome. I will say, I will say that next week is going to be an emotional uh, roller coaster for me, talking to Colton uh, because his father was not only a hero to me, but a hero to my father as well. And uh, I will try and get through the interview with breaking without breaking down but I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. So uh uh you guys may have to fill in at some points when things happen. So yes. So, have you uh have you been checking out uh, have you been checking out Raw tonight?
3: Oh, a little bit pieces here and there. Um my husband and I went up to our sons and we had dinner together and uh just got back home a little bit ago so yeah we were watching it with him and so right now it uh, looks like Nia Jackson Ronda Rousey's doing their little thing in the ring with Jonathan Coachman so
2: yeah yeah i'm a little behind i uh, i i'm just uh, to the uh uh point where uh it was uh, Elias and uh um, Seth Rollins Seth Rollins yeah i i'll admit i'm way behind i always do this because Uh, You know, I don't like to watch commercials and, uh, you know, uh, so basically with what's going on now, I I am going to pause it so uh, I can watch this when uh, our show concludes. So we'll uh, be able to check that out. (sighs)
1: So uh, did I
3: hear uh, did I hear Big Swing say that our guest was ready to come on or something before he had to step away for a few minutes? I thought I heard him say that but i might have been mistaken
2: well i think what he said was uh when our uh uh our guest is ready to come on he'll put him through okay. Uh, okay. but let's check is there anybody on the line with us right now
3: i guess not so I Guess not
2: so yeah i mean it, it wouldn't be the first time that a, a guest ever called in early because uh uh I, I think I'm clear about the time zones and I give uh I think I give good countdown requests, but uh I may be wrong on that. So <clears throat> we'll uh we'll see what goes on and if uh Big Swing is not um able to uh put the guest on when he uh calls in, um I do have a backup plan which uh, means calling them directly and just doing a conference call. We've had to do that well, a few of times with yep. some of our guests. But uh, yep. So uh, while we're uh, waiting to get our guest on here, uh, we got a big pay-per-view coming up. Uh, any uh, thoughts or predictions for Money in the Bank on who's going to win and who's going to walk well, away and who's not going to survive? You know,
3: I, I tell you, I kind of had to laugh at the <clears> – <throat> Excuse me, it's beginning to raw tonight. You know, a bunch of them were all standing on ladders. You know, and it it was it kind of reminded me of a bunch of grade school kids fighting over yeah. a toy. Oh, I'm gonna be the winner! I'm gonna be the winner! I'm gonna be the winner! <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it's kind of like you know, um, I know. And then this this bit of Baron Corbin. Have you seen Baron Corbin since he cut his hair? He's what, like what, what, the yeah, constant what He he, Well, he's the constable now of, he's like Kurt Angle's right-hand man per Stephanie McMahon. I mean, he's the constable of Monday Night Raw, and he comes out, and he's like no long hair. I mean, he's in a kind of a dressy vest, and, you know, I I don't know what's up with that, but he's like, it's like he's Kurt Angle's right-hand man here now or something. He's the constable of... Of Monday Night Raw, and you know, of course, Kevin Owens, he had to whine and complain and like, well, Mister Constable, you know, you know how I feel about this and all the, you know, he doing his little whiny baby routine like he always does, but you know, but you know, well, you and I have something in common their Icon. We're not, I, I'm not a Kevin Owens fan either, so.
2: <laughs> you know, I'll tell you. You know, everybody tells me that you know I, I should be hitting on Kevin Owens. Uh, you know, I've got. Uh, I actually started a, uh, a new job at a new location, day, which I, I can't mention. But uh, uh, I got uh, people that uh, listen to the show, and they say, you know, you shouldn't be hating on Kevin Owens. You know, that's just his character. It's like, well, whether it's his character or not, if I still saw him in public, I'd still want to knock him out. You know, well, I mean, from the guy what I've the
3: guy from goes, from, what, from from what I've heard, from what I've heard from various people that have seen Kevin Owen, he is kind of a jerk i mean from what i've heard you know so you so, know so i I, you know. I mean you know his his wrestling character yeah but i mean i've heard that you know I, he's 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 kind of a real jerk so you know i i don't know you know i've never met the guy so I don't want to, I I don't like judging people. I I don't try to judge people, you know, but until I've had the opportunity to, you know, meet them, you know, and and even then, once I do meet them, I still try not to judge people, you know, because that's just, Mm -hmm. I try to be professional, you know, and everything. But from what I've heard.
2: Unlike that that wrestling promoter that uh, screwed everybody and won't come on the show. (laughs)
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Exactly, exactly, exactly. Sure. So, you know, I just, but um, from what I've heard, he's not that great of a person. I mean, you know, but who am who? Who is Granny to say? I mean, you know, I. It is what it is. So. Well, you know, uh,
2: from what I understand, uh, you know, you are a pretty good uh, judge of character. So, uh, you know. Well, I try to. I try to be.
3: I. I, I try to be. You know, sometimes I've. People have gotten the best of Granny, you know, but, you know, I, I kind of have a good heart, and I try to have a kind heart, and I try to help. have helped people out in the past, and sometimes it's come back to bite me in my butt, but, you know, it is what it is, you know, and, uh, you know, matter of fact, uh, Granny's got a big two-day event coming up this weekend in Owasso, Oklahoma, for Wrestling for a Cause, which, if you don't mind me taking for a few minutes to plug that for a few Go minutes, for. Icon, um, you know, I have a friend that um, started a organization called Wrestling for a Cause almost seven years ago, 2011, uh, for a little boy named Ryder who had cancer. And that was the very first WFC show. Well, this is the... Um, third Ryder Cup Memorial show that they have done in honor of this amazing little boy. And this year is going to be a very special Ryder Cup Memorial show. They are doing a two-day event, which will start on Friday in Owasso, Oklahoma, at the Owasso Sertoma Center. Um, There is going to be a 16-man bracket in the first round to try to win this Ryder Cup Memorial Cup that they give the winner. And then that person, whoever wins the Ryder Cup Memorial, gets to face the showcase Alex Royal, who is one of the villains, which I don't, Granny does not like the villains. He is, uh, right now, unfortunately, our hometown heroes champion, which I don't care about, but it is what it is. He's our champion. And uh, whoever wins the Ryder Cup Memorial we'll get to face Mr. Alex Royal the showcase for that prestigious Hometown Heroes championship belt. And then night 2 there's going to be some other big matches involved. Um Sam Stackhouse is going to be facing our WFC champion Tim Rockwell who is the founder and president of WFC and he is also in in the head of the villains organization, you know. Um They've got a big match between them and the WFC tag team belts are gonna be on the line. It's gonna be Steven Cruz and Wesley Crane who are also right now basically all the villains have the gold in WFC. Right now the villains are trying to run WFC, which the WFC fans are not really happy about that. Some are, some aren't, you know, most aren't. (laughs) but you know it's it's going to be a fun time and uh you know what this organization does they help kids you know with cancer they've also reached out and has helped um young adults you know with cancer and other situations um they are reaching out to help um the Special Olympics over there in Claremore. They had a a benefit softball game against um, the Wildcats, which is part of the Special Olympics team over there in Claremore, Oklahoma, which was a really fun time. Um, So WFC is growing day by day by day. It's getting bigger. It's getting better. Um, Their shows are amazing. I do know that VIP seating is sold out for both nights. I believe general admission tickets are still available but um they do have a Facebook page Trusting for a Cause on their Facebook page um, you can you know go to their Facebook page page check them out um it's really an amazing organization and I'm I'm well, Granny is very proud and honored to be a part of it
2: Now uh do you uh do you have any um any particular match that you're really looking forward to seeing out there? Well, I'm excited about
3: the 16 man bracket. I mean, usually, you know, they usually have about eight competitors, you know, for the Ryder cup, but this year they've, they've made it a little bit bigger. Um, I'm anxious to see the match between, um, Paul Puerto Rico and Steven Cruz. Um, Paul Puerto Rico, he's part of what they call uh, a group called – they're called Space Age, which they're really totally awesome. I love – Granny loves Space Age, but I'm anxious to see that match. Um, I'm anxious to see the match between Sam Stackhouse and Tim Rockwell. And I'm hoping that – night two, I'm hoping that Alex Royal um, will not (laughs) – uh, obtain and not keep the hometown Heroes championship belt So it's going to be an exciting Exciting time It's, it's My family and I are planning on spending Friday night in Owasso So we don't have to drive all the way over to Oklahoma And then drive back to Arkansas And then drive back to Oklahoma the next day So we're going to make so, some family uh, time out, out of it house, as well is that
2: in relation to uh, Chelsea that we had last week? That is, that is Chelsea's
3: husband As a matter of fact
2: Okay. All right. Well, eventually, uh, hopefully, we can get him on too, you know, um, uh, which I don't think will be a problem. But uh, no,
3: no, no. I don't think it would be a problem either.
2: So yeah. So we'll have. Uh, <laughs> so, icon, we'll have you still fine. got snow up there? No. No.
0: Geez, uh, that, is gonna, that get, that's shocking? Yeah, we finally got um, some rain. Now I don't know if I don't know if you guys mentioned this while I was away. Uh, From the mic but um, How was your cookout and your meet and greet with ODB
2: Oh It was was very good Uh, She uh, She is one hell of a cook I will say Um, And uh, She uh, strikes me as somebody
0: Who specializes in barbecue
2: Is that true Oh yeah yeah and she has her own truck And she has her own menu items Which is really you know Which is really really cool you know And uh, So, uh, you know, there's one other subject I want to – our guest should be calling in here in the next four minutes or so, I would think, Uh, four to six minutes, I would guess. Uh, You know, everybody's making a big deal on the Internet right now about uh, the fact that uh, Brock Lesnar has now held the title for 435 days, okay, and he beat CM Punk's record. Now here's the thing. Well, do you think Punk, they take the belt? Uh, they
0: finally take the belt off Lesnar now as one last FU to CM Punk?
2: No, no, no. He's no Lesnar still got the championship. But here's the difference: Punk held the title for 434 days. He had 141 title defenses in that 434 days. Now, Brock Lesnar has held the title for 435 days. Asking both of you, how many title defenses has he had in that time? Not very many, I don't think. <laughs> and, well, just give me give me an estimate. What do you think?
3: Mm, what do you think, Big Swing?
2: You probably stepped well, away again.
3: He probably did. Oh my gosh. I have no I I have no clue. I wouldn't even want to guess. I mean on that one, I have no clue.
2: Well, he is uh he has had ten title defenses in that time frame. Wow. And they they call they, they call him a champion. I don't. I think it's completely I don't. ridiculous. I, I I
3: I don't I don't consider that to me a true fighting champion is supposed to defend that belt every 30 days.
2: Yeah, am that, I not right? The rule. Yeah, that used to be the rule. I don't know what happened to that rule. Um so I I I don't I just don't know what what they're doing and why they're doing it.
3: But I I, I don't know either, but to me, um, a true fighting champion should be someone that is willing to defend that belt, to show the people that they are the true champion that they're building themselves up to be. I mean, that's my opinion. And of course, you know, everybody has their own opinion, but you know, that's, you know that's my opinion but um i would think that if you were a true champion that you would want to show your talent your your strengths whatever you know to the fans that are watching you you know defend that championship every 30 days or where you know wherever they're going to be defending that not just not just oh well I don't feel like defending it today, so I'm not gonna do it. You know, I'm I'm just gonna just sit in the, you know, back, and I'm just I'm I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about defending my championship belt today. You know, I mean, you know, it it, it's like it's like you know if if you have a job, I mean, you want to do good on your job, you got to go do your job like all the time. If not, for, you're not gonna have a job.
2: <laughs> but, and uh I, I do That's usually
0: that how it works.
3: To... <clears throat> <clears throat> if I, they I, are I, I was I, just gonna to... say
0: they are on with us. Um okay. and so Icon I'm gonna I'm gonna patch you through, let you do what you do best. I'm gonna be here as well, so for any questions I may have, I will pop in. Um but uh Icon, do your thing. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down that aisle. He is our first combatant of the night. He has got the coolest name in the entire history of independent wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Chandler Hopkins. Anybody, what's,
0: going on? what's up, guys? Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. How y'all doing?
2: Now tell me. Is that not the best introduction you've ever had in your entire life,
0: Ma'am, If you will come do that every time I walk down to the ring, me and you are going to start traveling the world together, everywhere I go.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You know, you could be like Alberto Del Rio, have your own private ring announcer.
0: Hey, I mean, if we can if we can come to an agreement, and we can make a deal on it. I'm good. Let's
2: do it. I'm down with it, buddy. Uh, plus, right, uh, you man. also have the plus. You also have the coolest collector's card you've ever had too. Uh, thanks to the icon. Oh, yeah,
0: I need to get you some updated information, too, because we have, like, five or six new other places we need to add to that thing as
2: well. <laughs> so uh, now that uh, I've introduced you, what we'd like to do is have the guests kind of tell us a little background about themselves, and we uh, ask uh, ask the question. So if you want to go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, then we'll uh, then we'll interview you. Yeah, cool. So, um, of course, as you know, he's already
0: told you my my name, Chandler Hopkins. Um, you know, I'm just a small-town kid from uh, Emerald, Texas, who moved to Oklahoma whenever he was in high school. Um, I played sports all growing up. I uh, played anything from golf to football, baseball, track, you name it. I did it. Um, I went to college uh, for about two years, and then I also did uh, – after that I went and played semi-professional football for uh, two years as well. I played in Emerald, Texas. Uh, for the uh, Emerald Titans, and I also played in Lubbock for the Lubbock HC Bisons. Uh, I played in Cowboy Stadium twice, so that was a cool bucket list to get to check off my list. But after that, I was like, I didn't know what I really wanted to do anymore, so I stopped playing sports, and um, I started selling cars, and a buddy of mine didn't realize I was a, a wrestling fan and introduced me to a local company out of Oklahoma where I was living at Oklahoma City at the time, and this was about 2016, And uh, he asked me if I knew what the IWR was, the Imperial Wrestling Revolution at that time, now known as world-class wrestling. Um, And I didn't, so I looked online and looked to see what they were all about, and uh, it looked like they were uh, in need for some wrestlers at their training camp. So I thought about it for a couple days, because at this point in time, I was 26 years old, and I was like, man, it's kind of late to get started in wrestling, I think. So um, I had a great job selling cars and being an internet manager. But uh, you know, I, I took the leap of faith and I put in my application and within five minutes I had a, uh, a email back saying, "Hey, we'd love to have you. We can you start?" And two weeks later, I started wrestling training. I trained for six months. Um, and after that six month period of training with Joe Harrow, which is the Chicksaw Warrior Coyote, um, and Montego Sica, which is Quinndo Pickens there in uh, the IWR, I trained with those guys for six months and they said, "Hey, man, uh, it's time for you to go. You're good. We need you. Let's let's do it. So um, I made my debut on September 20th of 2016. Um, here we are, almost two years uh, coming full circle here on two years now, um, and it's been the it's been a blast. I've got to travel all over Wichita, Missouri, uh, Oklahoma, Texas. Um, I actually make a debut for Louisiana later this year. Um, I've got to travel into Colorado a couple of times now. Um, and, you know, I, I've got to wrestle with great people. I've got to share the ring with great, amazing people. Chavo Guerrero, among one, one of the ones I've got to share the ring with. Um, I've been I've tag team with Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Trevor Murdoch was a buddy of mine that started uh, teaching me tag team as well that I got to tag team with. I've wrestled LAX. Um, I've also wrestled the St- uh, Steiner Brothers. And then I've also um been on an impact pay per view and I've made my uh, debut for future of honor on ROH. So in not even two years I've made a big impact, I feel like just my short little period. Uh but that's not it. I'm gonna keep going. I've got big things coming. Um and that's just a little bit of a background for me. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, you know, it, it's kinda cool how you mentioned that uh, you know, you uh you know, you were uh did stuff in Lubbock, Texas, the home of Buddy, Buddy Holly, of course, and uh you know you mentioned that you went to college for two years i I myself went to college for two terms I went to college for two terms bush's and Clintons. uh but uh, anyway uh so when you um when you decided to uh you know get into wrestling uh did you um did you have to did you go to a, a wrestling school uh did you pay somebody to train you or what uh what was your uh, training like when you started?
0: Yeah, so um, the IWR at the time had their own training academy, and that's who was doing their school was the IWR, and the uh, two main trainers were uh, the Chickasaw Warrior Coyote, which is Joe Harrell, and um, Montego Sico, which is Quinzel Um Those two were the, were the two top trainers um, there at that, that company. So that's where I trained through that, that company. I've also done seminars as well. Um, I've been in a couple of Ray Rose seminars and and Hanson seminars. I've also done um, a Glacier seminar as well um, and a few others. I've done Chabo Guerrero seminars several times. So um, I've had seminars that I've done as well, but I just have learned, and I'm a quick learner. That's one thing about me is um, I'm not one of those guys that has to see it a million times. I'm usually one of those guys that, okay, I can see it once. All right, now it's embedded in my mind. Let's start practicing on it and let's get it perfected. Of course, no one's ever perfect. There's always things you're going to learn in this business. You're never going to stop learning. And that's one thing that I take from uh, one of Chabo's seminars is the second you stop learning anything in this business, then you should probably go ahead and get out because you should learn from every single match that you're ever in. It doesn't matter if you've been in 20-something years or if you've been in two months. You should always be learning in every single match. So um, I always – put that in my mind when i step in the ring i expect to learn something from every match uh but that is where i got my training from and i trained for six months solid uh didn't miss a single day for six months straight um and when it came down to it they were like hey we have a spot that we need to fill we can't find anyone for it you're ready to go so we can throw you in and see what you got so that's how i got to debut
2: so when you uh, when you're wrestling would you say that uh you're a babyface? Are you a heel? Are you an in betweeny? Or do you usually let the crowd decide what uh, you're going to be that night?
0: Oh, man, I'm, I'm definitely a babyface. Every time I come out of the curtain, uh, I mean, I'm the young gun, man. I'm, I'm the modern day Billy the Kid who doesn't like Billy the Kid, right? I mean, he comes out guns a blazing with his six shooters popping, so. Uh, I come out, I give a little knee like Shawn Michaels kind of does, but I give a flex as well with it instead of doing the whole straight leg thing. And usually whenever people hear whichever song I come out to that time, um, it's either Cowboy by Kid Rock or Blaze of Glory by uh, Bon Jovi. Uh, people are already chanting. Um, here in the Texas, Oklahoma area, I'm very well known for a face. Uh, Wichita, I, I would say I'm known for a face as well. Um, so pretty much wherever I've gone, it's just been very face. And I like that. Um, I have no problem being the baby face. I actually love to, to, uh, work with heels. Um, kayfabe a little bit, but I'm a, I'm a good seller. Uh, I love selling. I think that's the art of wrestling that is very, very lost. Uh, not that I'm against certain things not being sold, but I do feel like a good baby face, uh, should always be selling as well uh we we are working together in this business and if we're not working for each other then what are we really do? Well so then now, Granny
3: Hulkster are... would definitely be in your corner, Chandler, because I do not like the bad guys. I holler at all the bad guys and I have lots of wrestling friends that wrestle for that organization. I don't know if you know or if you've ever heard about me. I'm not a wrestler, but I'm just a huge fan but I've had a lot of friends that have wrestled for IWR and now wrestling for the organization that they changed their name to. Because you all did a big show in Wichita, Kansas, did you not, not too long ago?
0: Um, Yes, they did. It was actually after I decided to leave. I worked with her a year and a half, and after that year and a half, I decided to part ways with the company so that I could pursue my own career and really focus on growing myself and my brand. Um, and getting out and traveling a little bit more. Um, They're more of an essential area of the states, and I want to branch out. I want to see as much as I can. Um, With me just, I mean, my birthday is Wednesday, and I turned 29. So um, with me being 29, thank you very much. Um, But with me being 29, I I don't have just the longest time in the world. One of my mentors is DDP, and um, I've watched him grow up. Uh, in the wrestling business, and I remember his late start, and he reminds me all the time that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter about the age. It matters about the work ethic and what you're going to do. So, I'm willing to get out there and put my name out anywhere I can and travel and get let people see me. So, uh, that's the goal. That's the objective I have my mind set to right now, and um, it's starting to really take shape and come to form.
2: Now, we awesome. had...
0: Um... You know, we had
2: DDP on with us uh, about a month ago now, and uh, you get to see DDP quite a bit, or uh, is, is every once in a while lately. Uh,
0: mainly, whenever we see each other, it's at events or organizations that we're at. The last time I got to see him was in New Orleans. We were, we did WrestleCon together. Uh, he his booth was right around the corner from my booth, um, so I did WrestleCon with him. That's the last time i seen him, but I do talk to him uh, several times a month. We stay in very good contact, close contact. Um, he's always asking me what I do differently, uh, what, or what I've done to, uh, grow my character, what I'm practicing on. Um, he gives me pointers and tells me, Hey, practice on this next time we talk, I going to know what you've done to improve them. So, uh, he has definitely been one of those guys that has gone to bat for me
2: and, uh,
0: I can't thank him enough for it.
2: Well, the next time, the next time you see him, let him know that you're on the same podcast that, uh the same radio show podcast that he was on attitude or live. And then, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of in a roundabout way, of course, this is just an ego question thing. Uh, ask him what he thought about the icon. If, uh, he still likes me or not, you'll have to, then you'll have to get back to me on that.
0: I'll pick his brain a little bit and let you know what, uh, what, what he thinks. I'll, I'll, I'll ease it in there with a little bit of DDP yoga talk. Cause anything DDP yoga, man, he is all about. So, I'll get you taken care of, Icon.
2: Now, um, you know, you mentioned you've, uh, you know, you've been, uh, you've been in the business for two years, and you know, two years does go by really, you know, really fast when you think about it. Now, mm-hmm. in your, in your short time in the business, because we know that you're going up, 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 because you know you, you got that all American look, you got that all American name. I mean, how can you get more? Uh, American in the name Chandler. You know, you can't. Uh, have hey. you had, had any title defenses, or are you going to be going after any titles in the, next, uh, in the near future?
0: Um, actually, in, in the short time that I've been wrestling, uh, I was the IWR Revolutionary Champion for seven months. I defended that title against a lot of people, uh, Matt Fidel, Chavo Rivera Jr., Fuego Del Sol, uh, Randy Price, Barrett Brown, um, Jerome Daniels, Uh, So a lot of good indie talent and uh, names that have been places I defended that title against. Um, I did lose it right before I left to Damian Windsor um, of the the altar. Um, I've also been a tag team champion for MPX here in the Metroplex area. I was a tag team champion with my partner, Cody Dixon. Uh, We are known as the Young Guns. Um, uh, We we actually just had a uh, rematch for that title because he was hurt soon after we got our title shots are uh, the titles the first time with a knee injury. So he, he's been out for about five months, but, um, you know, I, I've only been able to hold those two titles as of right now, but I have a lot of titles, uh, on my mind that I'm really ready to go after. Um, I'm wrestling for Texoma Pro quite a bit here now. And, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, going after their Texoma champion. Um, I, uh, am really good friends with Jerome Daniels and he holds a couple of titles that I wouldn't mind holding as well. Um, I'm fixing a debut in Louisiana, so I have a lot of different titles on my mind. But you know, it's a process. It's not one of those things where you're just always going to get to come in and say, "Hey, I'm going. I want that title. Let's do it right now." Uh, sometimes you'll get that opportunity, and I've come to learn learn that. But there's a lot of times you've got to work your way to it in these promotions. and I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to start from ground zero and show every single person at every promotion why. They call me the young gun Chandler Hopkins because everybody already knows that if you step in the ring with me, I will make you famous.
2: Now, I, got, I, got, I do have some good news for you, okay? Now, yes, any sure. wrestler that we've had on our show that was going to go for a title before they came on or went for a title after they've been on, we are undefeated. I have found out, and I did the calculations, we are officially 199-0. and 0. So, wow. you have to be number 200 for us.
1: All right. All right. Well, and I'm going to have to, we uh, want you to promise put in. Us,
2: we want you to promise us that when you do have your title defense, and when you win that title, because <laughs> we know you're going to do that, that you will come back on with us and tell us about it.
0: I can do that. Next time I get this title opportunity and I, I carry that title out of the ring, first wow. thing I'll do is I'll give you a check. I'll let you know. still your
1: Hi,
0: Connor. Are we yeah, still uh, undefeated when it comes to uh, title defenses and, and uh, going for titles?
2: Yeah, I just said that. 199 and 0. Oh. Like, like no, Bill Goldberg a, up in there.
1: Pretty,
2: yeah, we got a pretty good resume. Now, uh, Chandler, um, in uh, your, your ring style, uh, are, you a, uh, are you a high flyer or are you a technical wrestler?
0: Actually, I get asked that quite a bit. And when I first started wrestling, I wanted to be more so just high flying but now I have kind of adapted, uh, kind of a, a combination of the two. Um, I actually do a lot of technical with my high flying. So a lot of my moves are technical moves. Um, I, I do a lot of kicks. I do a lot of, uh, top rope things, but I also like to chain. I love chaining. Um, I've really started working on my ground game here as of late. I'm trying to get more into the submission styles. So I, I would say I'm right there with a the combo of the two. I'm not really either or, uh, and I'm not, I think that's the way I want to keep it too. I want to be known for being able to do multiple things and not just sitting there going, oh, hey, yeah, I've heard of Chandler. He's a high flyer. Or, Oh, yeah, that guy's just technical. I don't want to be known for just one or the other. I would love to be known for
2: several different You know, and also, uh, you know, every uh, wrestler, you know, has a uh, has a great finisher. Tell us about what your finisher is, how it works, and if there's a cool name for it.
1: Okay.
0: So my finisher is actually called Black Powder. Um, Kind of fitting for the Young Gun name. But what it is, is um, it is basically what I do is I set them up in the middle of the ring somehow, or I can even have them follow me into the corner. However, I decide I want to trick them into it. But I'm literally going to jump onto the second rope with my face facing out to the crowd and away from my opponent. And whenever I do that, I springboard backwards and I do a 180 twist into a blockbuster.
1: Mm.
0: Wow. That sounds
3: interesting.
1: That does, that does
2: sound devastating, doesn't it, guys?
3: Yes, it does.
0: I've got i I've got several clips of it. I'll have to shoot them over to you afterwards and you can you can look at it and take take a look and see what you think of it. <clears throat>
2: Well, I'll tell you what, one thing, uh, we have about, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 or so minutes with, uh, left with you. Uh, the hard questions are coming. However, one thing that we like to do is like to have all our guests uh, do a little uh, uh, liner promo for us. So basically, I'll let you know how it works. it will say, uh, hey, this is, uh, and then you'll say your name. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the icon. The Big Swing, and Granny Holster, then you can say whatever else you want, and then we'll record it, and then uh, when your interview gets played back during the week, they'll hear that, then we'll go into your interview. Okay,
0: so Attitude Era Live with Icon, Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster.
2: Right. And if you have to do a couple right. of takes, we'll do that, but uh, we'll see how it works. I'll count you down for five, and we'll see how it goes. All right. All right, here we go. Ready? Five. Four, three,
0: two, one. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is the Young Gun Chandler Hopkins, and you are listening to Attitude Era Live with the icon, Big Swing, and Granny Holster. And if you want to know anything else about this podcast, all you got to do is tune in every single episode, and if you do, you might hear a little bit more from the Young Gun and I might just make you think. I
2: liked it. You know, I'll tell you. That was had, awesome. Yeah, not not to take away from our other guests that we've had on, but, uh, you know, I th- I'll tell you what, I think we're going to be able to use that one for the next decade. You know. Oh, yeah. That uh, was awesome. Yeah, and I don't know. Hey, what I'm we, uh, glad. You guys liked it. <clears throat> uh, see, our, our other co host, uh, The Big Swing, he's, uh, you know, he always pulls double duty on our show because, uh, you know uh you know we all have real jobs and everything but uh in your in your tenure so far as you know a wrestler everybody knows that the big show the big dance is the WWE and i ask all independent wrestlers this you know because the the goal is to get to the big the big dance now if you had the opportunity is that something you'd want to do because when you get there they basically say what you can do who you can talk to, all this stuff they basically run your life. Is that something that you'd want to do, or would you rather just stay independent and work your craft uh, when you have the say in what you want to do?
0: So that's actually a tricky question, and I think um, a lot of independent wrestlers will jump out on that question that opportunity as well. But with the WWE, the way they work and the way I see them working now every single day is, they're, they're just swooping up every independent name that has starting to get any kind of in, uh, reputation, and they're just putting them in the performance center. And some of them you'll see make up the NXT a couple episodes, and then they go back to the performance center, and you never see them again, and then they get let go. So what I would have to say is, you know, at the right time, if it was perfect and a good time for me to go, then yeah, I would love to go. That is, I would say, every wrestler's uh, goal or dream is to make it to the big dance. But I want to make sure I'm ready. I want to know that when that call comes and someone says, hey, this is so-and-so with the WWE, we would like to sign you or bring you out for a tryout, are you interested? I would like to be able to say 100% confident, absolutely, I'm, I'm ready to go. Where do I need to be? When do I need to be there? Um, right now, it's one of those things where I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying getting to grow as I'm, I'm going through my independent stage. I'm enjoying getting to work on ROH or work with guys from Impact or even Lucha. Um, I'm enjoying getting to, to go through that stage. I'm enjoying the time that I have now because I know once WWE comes or NXT, whichever one, uh, it, it's no longer me getting to call my own shots anymore. I have to listen to a boss. It's like going to work again, but I love doing what I do at work. <laughs> So I still have to go on a schedule. I have to be in certain places at certain times. Um, you know, I have all these other things I'm gonna to have to do, media and all that, that is on their time and not just mine. So I just want to make sure I'm ready for it when the time comes. Um, and I don't feel like there's an if the time comes. I just feel like it's one of those when the time comes.
2: I'll ask. You, I'm gonna ask you. This, I'm gonna ask you this favor. Now, because we know how cool of a guy you are and we know what your drive is and what your uh, passion is for the business. When you get that call and you make your first debut, you will still consider us a friend of yours, and you'll still come on and talk to us.
0: I'll tell you what, whenever
2: I get that first call
0: and I start making my progression, I will make sure that I at least have the opportunity to talk to you guys several times out of the year and have it cleared to where I can promote myself with you guys and y'all's brand as as well. And then
2: you'll also let him know that you have a guy that you want to be your manager. His name is the icon. (laughs) And And, and he introduces
0: me to the ring better than anybody I've ever had introduced me. There you go.
2: I Uh, I I would, I would, I would love the opportunity. Now, um, you mentioned that, uh, you know, of all the matches that you've had, is there anybody that uh, that you've been in the ring with that you'd say that you've been feuding with, uh, that you've had more, multiple matches with, uh, or has it all been just, like, one guy here, one guy there, one guy somewhere else?
0: I've actually been lucky. Um, I've got to wrestle a lot of different people. But at the same time, um there's one person in particular, and if you have not heard of him, which I think Granny Hoaxer probably has if she knows of several people that have worked for IWR, and if you guys have just paid attention to IWR, I know you know who he is. Um, and, and we've had an ongoing feud since I debuted. Um, he used to tell everyone he was my daddy, which is not the fact. Um, he is the leader of the misled Army. Uh, he has a little crazy dog that follows him around called Insane and that would be the Magnificent one, the Magnificent Malico.
3: Oh, yes. I met Magnificent Malico at a WFC show. It was our Halloween show in Claremore, Oklahoma. Yes, I know the
0: Magnificent Malico. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I do. That is yep. That is the main guy that I have fused with. Time and time and time again, and it seems like we always end up taking turns with victories. We trade off every single time. It's crazy we ask, and we're talking about this right now. Um, I actually, (laughs) yesterday, um, in Royce City, Texas, uh, for Heroes of Wrestling, um, I actually wrestled Magnificent Malico in a semi-main event last night.
2: Now, is that the guy that looks like kind of like Braun Strowman kind of?
0: No, no. No, Magnificent Um,
3: Malico's got a creepy clowny makeup face on. He looks like a creepy clown because you you mentioned Barrett Brown. I am very good friends with Barrett Brown and his family. And Barrett Brown was the one he faced at the WFC show. His mother, Stacy Brown, and my good friend Sherry Bullock, who are who take pictures when Barrett comes to WSC, they are scared to death of clowns and the magnificent Malico was running around scaring these two ladies half to death. I mean every time he'd sneak up behind him and every time they'd turn around he would be right there. And he would yeah. scare them. Yes, I mean he's a creepy clown icon He is a creepy looking clown And he tried to get in Granny's face And you know, Granny don't take No smack from no bad guys
0: Man, Granny and better
3: hope oh, I, we mean, know that. I mean, yeah I, I I, I put Malico, Granny put Malaco in his place Let me tell you I'm, I'm like not it. afraid I'm, of the magnificent I'm liking Malico I'm
0: Granny right now Granny well, I tell you, if I, ch- if I ever got the
3: if I ever got the chance, Chandler, Granny would be in your corner whenever I had that opportunity. If I ever got a chance to see you wrestle in person, you need to contact Tim Rockwell through WFC. That is an organization that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer. And Magnificent yes. Malico is actually going to be part of our big show that we got this weekend for the Ryder Cup Memorial Show. So yes, you need to contact Tim Rockwell through WFC, and you need to come to WFC. We need Chandler Hopkins at WFC,
0: and Granny will be in your
3: corner, let me tell you.
0: Man, I've talked to him several times, Granny, so I don't know what we got to do, but put in a good word for me, and we will figure it out. We will make oh, it happen, I will will the WFC for you, Granny.
3: I will. I will. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe, maybe, even though I don't have a license, maybe they can somehow work it out where Granny can walk Chandler to the ring.
0: Hey, we can put you in my corner, still. You ain't got to have a license to stand in my corner, Just as long as you don't okay. take no bumps. You're good to go.
3: Hey, but I don't want to yeah. take no bumps because you know, I, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. But I'll, I will be in your corner.
2: Sounds she, good to me. but she will. Uh, she does swing. I'll tell you what, she does swing a mean cane, and she does make a mean batch of chocolate chip cookies. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> well, Ooh, Tommy,
3: I tell you, Tommy Dreamer used my cane. On Matt Riviera at a TCW their last TCW show back in Fort Smith, Arkansas in 2013. So you know,
0: really, I mean, you framed that cane, yep. didn't you? I'm I sorry. You framed that oh, cane, got, didn't you?
3: Well, I I I've still got that cane. I've still got that cane. I've got that cane put up. But yeah, I I I I mean, you can ask. You can ask anybody that knows Granny. Anytime you talk to Barrett Brown, if you ever talk to Barrett Brown again. Barrett can tell you about Granny. I mean, Damon Windsor can yeah. tell you about Granny. I mean, there's a lot of people that, through, um, you know, that could tell you about Granny Holkster.
0: Granny, Mr. I don't Saturday know Saturday Night Michael Barry could tell you
3: about Granny
0: Holkster. <laughs> Man, you're naming off all the people I work with all the time, so I don't know how mm-hmm. I haven't met Granny yet. Well, that's right. I mean,
3: well, I right. Really I mean
2: yeah, so... So, uh, if uh, our fans wanted to check you out, do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have an Instagram? Do you got a YouTube? What do you got out there?
0: Man, I have got it all. All you got to do is on Facebook type in Chandler Hopkins. Um, Well, I can't give you that one anymore because it's full. The Facebook brand is full. Just go to the Young Gun page. So, I have my own athlete's page. It's the Young Gun Chandler Hopkins. Uh, you'll find that on there. You can follow me. Everything I do wrestling-wise is on that page, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can follow me and on Twitter at uh, the Young Gun underscore CH for Chandler Hopkins. And then on YouTube, I have my own YouTube chan- uh, channel as well, and it's just under Chandler Hopkins. Uh, I just uploaded the match with me and Magnificent Malico maybe a couple hours ago, so y'all can go over there and watch and see how he uh he got over a quick one on me last night I don't know how I let him do it, but um, I'll get him back but yeah you can find me there on Facebook Instagram Twitter and on my uh youtube channel
2: now also uh we want to help you out here uh to win uh the indie uh the indie poll that you're involved in how do uh what's the link so uh our fans can go out and vote for you so you can win that poll okay so the Indy Polls
0: is something new. They're out of Louisiana, and um, when it first started, it was one of those things where we just thought it was a game, but uh, the guy actually has some pretty good contacts, and it's helped a lot of us get some actual good bookie. Um I've actually gotten Louisiana bookings now just since he's been doing it. So if you follow Facebook on anything, type in Indy Polls. Now, he spells it a little weird. It's just like like Indy Cars instead of Indy Wrestling. So it's I-N-D-Y Poll, P-O-L-L-S. Um, and you can vote for me every single day. Uh, he does a 12-hour poll for the tournament brackets. I do believe I'm up against Byron Anthos right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm ahead in that one. If it's not already done, I haven't checked here lately. Um, but uh, the next one he'll post is tomorrow, uh, and whoever I am going <laughs> up against, then I'll be able to go um, into the next one. So all you got to do is go to Polls every single day, or just follow me on Facebook at the Young Gun Chandler Hopkins, and every single time he puts up my indie poll, I share it there. And if you click the follow button for following my page, you'll be notified when I do it. And all I ask is you share it, give me a good vote, and uh, let's let's make the world know who uh, the Young Gun Chandler Hopkins is. And maybe next time when I'm in the area, and I see you, I can take pictures with you, I can shake your hand, we can converse, and we'll have a good time. I promise you that.
2: And then also uh you were able to uh uh send out some autographs for our, our giveaway in December, right?
0: Send me the address.
2: Okay, I will uh, I will resend that to you. And uh uh before we uh before we uh let you go here, uh so you can do all your training and uh your bench pressing five hundred pounds and whatever you're doing, uh is there uh is there anything uh, any upcoming matches that you want to pitch that you can tell us about that we, uh, that, uh, we should be looking forward to?
0: You know, I've, I've got a lot of cool places that I'm fixing to start working. Um, I'm not sure some of the matches tell me working, but um, all of June I'm, I'm booked. Every single weekend you can find me. Uh, what today is – so this Friday you can find me at Texoma Pro in Sherman, Texas. Uh, this Saturday, you can find me at MPX in Bedford, Texas. Um, next Saturday, you can find me at MPX in Bedford, Texas. Uh, and then the following week, you can find me at Heroes of Wrestling. Um, they're going to be in uh, Royce City as well. The uh, following Saturday after that, I'll be at MPX. Then I've got a couple of debuts for uh, DCW, Rampage All-Star Wrestling, I just, right before I called you guys, uh, secured a booking for Louisiana, so um, I keep all my my schedule is on the Young Gun Chandler Hopkins page on Facebook. Um, You can keep up my entire schedule. I update it daily, if not every other day, with new events, where I'm going to be at, so you can tune in at any point in time. Find where you can see me at, where somewhere close to you is, and we'll make it happen. We'll get some pictures, and we'll have a good old time. And how, uh,
3: you know, how
2: far would you, oh, you say you are Go, oh, go sorry, ahead, ahead I, I
3: just, no, that's, I was just going to ask him if he knew who Tim Storm was. You I know, do. Tim I Storm,
0: met, I've met Tim Storm several times. Uh, last time I was at Texoma, um, uh, Mr. Beard actually introduced me. He's James a Beard, James, James Beard,
1: James Beard, James yeah,
0: Beard, yeah, yeah, I know both of them. Morning. Um, and I walked into a convenience store, my debut there, didn't even uh, know where their ring was. And James walked in behind me and grabbed him by the shoulder and said, Hey, buddy, I got somebody you need to meet Tim and Tim and I sat there and talked for a second. And, uh, I actually debuted at Texoma against APOC, one of Tim's fa- uh, former tag team partners. And I
3: know APOC as well. Match,
0: yep. After the match, he, he had nothing but great things to say to Tim and Tim is since then, um, He's been a very good friend to me, um, and, you know, I, I would even like to go as far as calling him a mentor one day. Well, that's awesome
3: because mm-hmm. I tell you, they're they're very good friends of Granny's as well, I've, and they can they can also share some really good stories about Granny with you. So, so see, next time you see Tim and James and Apoc, you can tell them, say, Hey, I talked to Granny on the Attitude Era Live, and we just had Tim Storm on this radio show not too long ago. So you know, hey, that's what are you
0: st- Friday? Because I'll be at
3: Texoma. <laughs> I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in um, Owasso for WUSC <laughs> for oh, the no. big two-day event. So you know,
2: there's we not enough of Granny to go sometime. around.
3: You know, I'm sorry. Hey,
2: real quick here, how uh, are you? Uh, pretty close to Frisco, Texas.
0: Yeah, Frisco, Texas is I, I live in the DFW area So Frisco is
2: right in the heart of it You know, I'm going to be there January Go the Cowboys. 2nd 7th. Yeah, right I'm going to the be there January 2nd Through the 7th So uh, when I'm out there uh, Maybe uh, one of those days uh, If you're in town there I could, uh, you know, we could hook up And meet and everything
0: Yeah, absolutely um, I'm like I said, I live in the area so it wouldn't be but a hop, a skip, and a jump away from me, so we'll definitely have to do that. Send me the dates whenever you're heading this way and uh we'll we'll get together and share beer and have some fun stories to talk about. Awesome.
2: Hey big swing, is our next guest on yet? He he stepped away again. But he stepped uh, away again. Know, yeah, we uh we uh have uh, run out of time for this segment, uh Chandler. Uh, We do appreciate taking your time out of your schedule, and we do want to have you on again. Uh, You've been awesome, and uh, I can't wait to uh, meet you out in January.
0: Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on. Icon, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Granny Holster, I can't wait to meet you. We'll have to make it happen soon. In big swing. I know we didn't get to talk just a whole lot, but at the same time, I appreciate you guys having me on. I look forward to doing it again.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, family. You have a good night. Appreciate it, but thank you, you. Too, guys. Have a thank great y'all. night, Chandler. Bye, bye, guys. Chandler Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen. On that was awesome. To next match, that was great. That was uh, fun. So now, yeah, so now we're just wait, waiting for our next guest. Uh, uh, it's going to be uh, uh, Joshua, um, and uh, yeah, Joshy Boy is uh, who it is, and. Uh, He's going to be calling us and can't wait to have him on. So, uh, so uh, yeah, so you know all these guys.
3: Well, I know a lot of – I have a lot of wrestling friends in Texas as well. But I And Granny, unfortunately, does not get the opportunity to go to Texas to see these people. I have to see them up here in Arkansas or Oklahoma. You know, he mentioned Trevor Murdoch and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I am friends with those of them. I mean, I've had dinner with Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Tommy Dreamer, and I'm personal friends with Trevor Murdoch. So, you know, and I know a lot of guys that Russell, you know, for IWR that sell Russell's for Jerry Bostick, you know, since they've changed their name. Um, you know, I know a lot of those people. So, yes, I'm, but when he, you know, that's why I asked him if he knew Tim Storm because he mentioned, you know, uh, down there in Sherman and, of course, I'm very good friends with James Beard. That would be a good interview to do. Yeah, you just
2: messaged, messaged me. Oh, James he Beard? Sent me a message. James Beard, yeah, you just sent me a message. I'm going to get him on too.
3: Yes, I am personal friends with James Beard. I actually have his book that he wrote. Wow. And I've read it, I've read the book twice. And so, yes, James Beard is awesome. He is an awesome referee. He's one of my
2: favorite referees ever. Cool, yeah. So we'll definitely get him on. Um, I don't know if a Big Swings there or not. I don't know if uh, our guest is called in yet, but uh, he should be on. Uh, you know, in the next hour here, uh, we're moving into hour number two. Um. So, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit about before our guest came on about uh, money in the bank. Uh, do you uh, do you think uh, Ronda Rousey is going to become the champion? Uh, or uh, do you think not? There's rumors that she might uh, be leaving the WWE faster than she came in. So what do you think? Well, I'm not
3: sure, you know. Between their little confrontation they had tonight, you know, I mean, she made Nia Jax tap. So, you know, it got kind of heat. The little interview got kind of heated, you know. I I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see... What's going to take place at Money in the Bank on Sunday?
2: And I'll be watching that with my father. Uh, you know, uh, it is uh, it is Father's, Father's Day, day weekend. It is
3: Father's Day Sunday. So
2: happy yeah, Father's Day to all the day.
3: dads out there. So,
2: Yeah, he and I will be spending the day watching uh, golf and watching the
1: pay-per-view together.
3: I'm not a big golfer fan. i I don't watch a lot of I don't watch golf. I I but I I like my wrestling. So. Hey, is that big? I think swing the, I, I think big swings back. I think big swings back with us, Icon.
0: I'm here. I've been here.
2: Oh, okay. okay is our guest on yet?
1: Negative <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> I well, thought do
2: why don't I why don't I try why don't I try calling him directly because I I know that they were uh, they were training today, uh, so let me uh, try calling him. If you guys want to take the reins for a little bit, then I'll uh, I'll buzz back in in a second. Okay. All right.
3: So how's your week been, Weekend big swing. How re- how was your weekend?
0: Um, it was pretty good. It was it was interesting at least. I mean. Uh, Up where, up in upstate New York here, um, we have, you know, a lake, I don't know if you've heard of it way out there, but, uh, the lake called, um, Lake George, which, which they call the Queen of American Lakes, uh, and Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, 32 miles long, it's real clean, spring fed, everything, but it's also a really big tourist destination, but they have this thing called AmeriCade that they do, um, and, uh. It's pretty much. It, it's kind of like the. It's kind of like the thing in Sturgis, but it's not as big. It's a big motorcycle mm-hmm. rally. I mean, there's bikers.
1: There's bikers ah. from all
0: over the place that come up to do that. And all the bars are real busy, and, and all the shift clubs and all the, everything around here are real busy. Um, so I've been dealing with that being in the nightlife industry as well. Uh, we've had to deal with a lot of the American crowd. So, it's fun, you know, bikers, beer, and crank. You know, it's fun, fun times.
3: Well, we actually have here in Northwest no, Arkansas. Nothing every against bikers, but you know,
0: it's, they get kind of a yeah. Out of-
3: we have we have Bikes Blues and Barbecue every September here in Northwest Arkansas. Nice. and I mean, it's I mean, oh, I tell you, you get all those motorcycles. I mean, I don't ride motorcycles, but I like to look at the bikes, you know. But they, it's just yep. getting Bikes Blues and Barbecue is getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. It
0: seems like. Uh- out there in Arkansas, huh?
3: Yeah, Arkansas. Are you,
0: Arkansas. <laughs> now, are you, like, do you go to, like, car shows and stuff as well?
3: Well, my husband, he likes to go to the old antique car shows. He likes the old antique cars.
0: Yeah. I mean, Yeah, because we, we got, you know, this time of year, we got a lot of them up here now. Now, the weather's yeah.
3: Yeah, and I, I I go with him sometimes. A lot of times I'll just find a shady spot and set in, let him walk around and look because I can't do a lot of walking because of my health issues. So if he yeah. doesn't push me on my walker, you know, I've got one of those walkers that's got the seat, you know, where he can push me around or, you know, he has had to push guess, me around yeah, in my I wheelchair a few times, you know, because I just can't do a lot of walking. But a lot of times I'll just tell him. Find me a shady spot. Find me a chair. and I'll, I'll just wait for you to come back.
0: <laughs> oh, I hear you. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, well, yeah, and uh, I bet you it's pretty hot down there too, huh?
3: Yes, it's been pretty warm. Um, unfortunately, we did not have a spring. I mean, we didn't even have much of a winter time, and. I mean, our May, um, our April, you know, straight into May went into, like, very warm temperatures. I mean, it's yeah, not Well, even you don't summer really get yet. snow where you're at, though, do you? Oh, sometimes we do. I mean, we the I would say probably the last biggest snowstorm that I remember that we had here in Springdale, where I live, because <clears throat> I was still working at the time um, – we had like almost 28 inches of snow. I mean it snowed almost like 5 inches an hour. It was so much snow and I worked wow. at the store all no- I worked at the store all night into the next day because nobody could get to work. You know, so – and people huh. were actually getting out in this stuff. Of course, they're not like the snows like what you have up in New York, you know, and up east up oh, there. They're not quite that yeah. – they're not that quite that deep. But I, I'm originally a Kansas girl, so I lived out in uh. western Kansas, and I was very close. And we were like 10 miles – we were the last town in Kansas – before we got into Colorado and Nebraska, so we had a lot of snow out there. You know, when I was a kid, you know. So, I've seen my share ter- of. So you're, you're familiar with it.
0: It's nothing. It's nothing oh, too. yeah. yeah it's nothing too unfamiliar with you. Yeah.
1: Uh. Uh-uh.
0: Um. Now, with with where you're at, um, you guys like when, when it comes to events and things like that. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why you're so big in the independent cycles cuz you guys don't really get WWE coming too close to you very often anymore, right?
3: Um well, actually tonight uh WWE's down Raw down in Little Rock, which is about almost not quite 3 hours from us. So
0: Oh, Raw well, in Little Rock Yeah, okay, uh, w- I didn't watch
1: Raw.
3: Yeah, tonight, so. yeah okay. WWE has been in Tulsa, which is about 2 hours from us. So I have actually, okay. my family and I actually Relatively attended close. a WWE show a couple of years ago. We attended a couple of years ago a WWE show in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the BOK Center.
1: Mm. So, but you know, did you notice though
0: that that they used to go to a lot more places back in the day, and it seems like oh, nowadays yeah. there's like there's like four or five arenas that they really frequent the most. Like, I remember back mm-hmm. in the Attitude Era, I mean, pun intended, but back in the Attitude Era, they used to be in all sorts of crazy towns and cities and things, and now yep. it's like they're in Brooklyn, they're in the, the Barclay Center, Madison Square Garden, <clears throat> you know, Miami or L.A., or Staples Center. Like, it just seems like it's, you know, they're going for all the really, really big venues to try to draw the biggest crowds. And then every once yeah. in a while, they'll hit, you know, a smaller city like Little Rock or something, but I mean... I remember Kansas they used City. To be in Little Rock all the time. Yeah, Kansas City every yeah. once in a while. I remember that they, they used to, you know, really frequent those areas back in the 90s. Mm-hmm,
1: hmm
0: Now, how close now, uh, are you to, like, the um, to Tennessee, you know, like Memphis? Um, oh. oh, go ahead. Uh,
3: no, I was just going to say, well, uh, Memphis probably – I know my family and I went to Nashville one time uh, back in 2013 for a show for traditional championship wrestling, and Nashville was about an eight and a half hour drive for us.
0: Okay, from Well, because I know that they had the NWA out that way and the Lawler's promotion stuff, and uh, mm-hmm,
1: you know the mm-hmm.
0: uh, the territory stuff back in the day. So I wasn't sure if that was maybe close mm-hmm. to you as well. But
1: yeah, uh, we well, never really had any territories.
0: Now, like, we we yeah, you know like, closest territory to me was New Jersey.
3: Yeah, like when we get close to Little Rock, you know, we you, you see the sign that, you know, you go towards Memphis, you know, and everything. So um I would say Memphis is probably maybe four or five hours maybe for us, I guess. Nice. About, maybe about five hours for okay. Memphis. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Well, I know that it's right over the uh, there's, there's a river. I think it's the Mississippi. Actually, it mm-hmm. runs over, and there's mm-hmm. Memphis, and then Arkansas is on the other side. But I don't know what town it is, city it is. But I know that well. It if, does border if, if right on there.
3: if you're if, if you're going if you're going down like towards Little Rock, I mean, you see the sign that says Little Rock. You go 40 East, and then 40 West to Memphis, and you know so. I mean, it's mm-hmm. right. The kind of the cutoff is like right there. You go one way, you go to Little Rock. You go one way, you go to Memphis. So.
0: <laughs> nice, nice icon. What were you saying, bud?
2: Well, you know, you'll be happy to know that uh, your babe Alexa Bliss was first on tonight. So you won't have to watch. Oh, all well, tomorrow. see, I see. I, no, I
0: I didn't get a chance to watch any of it. I'm working the bar tonight, which is why you hear the
1: music in the background.
0: Um, I uh, I'm working that tonight because like I was telling uh, Granny, it's a maricade, and um, you we know, had all the bikers in town and stuff from all over the place going up to Lake George. So, but but I did want to get this before we get the next before we get the next guest on. I did just want to shout out a huge oh, huge John, thanks John. to our sponsors. It, well, well, one, one of our biggest sponsors and one of the biggest names ever in professional wrestling. <laughs> Once again, big shout out to the Hart family and wanna thank them deeply for allowing us to play their ad and to be linked up and affiliated with us and supporters of us. But okay, what were you asking a minute ago? No, I have somebody on the switchboard here as logged in. Okay.
2: Well, you know, I, I wanna let everybody know that uh, the second Monday in July, uh we are gonna have uh, Paul Pitch. Uh he is uh the CEO of uh com, and we're also going to have a Jay, Jade Hart, Brett the Hitman Hart's daughter. Um I believe it's his oldest daughter. And uh she's going to be on with us at the same time as Paul Pitch and uh you know, uh we've had a lot of members of the Hart family on and uh coming up um uh, i 'd have to look at my calendar because uh i 'm away from uh my desk right now because of the area i 'm in with my new position that i 'm at uh we are going to have uh ross Hart on with us and we 're also going to have Bruce Hart on with us um all in one show and uh as everybody knows that listen last week we had michelle billington who uh who was uh, uh who was sister-in-law to the Hart family and married to uh, the dynamite kid, you know? And, um, yeah. So, uh, we, uh, we are growing. I, I know that everybody's probably sick of me saying that, but, uh, you know, I cannot reiterate enough how big our show has become and how much bigger it's going to get and uh you know there there's there's more there's more to come so stay tuned so uh i just uh i just can't uh stop bragging about how uh successful we are and how much more success we're going to have does that make is that egotistical i don't know i don't care but i'm i love where we're headed and you can't you can't really beat what we're doing what we've done and what we're going to do
1: You know,
2: you just got to keep running the course, you know. Uh, So uh, you guys got anything, uh, any big plans over the uh, weekend? You guys going to be checking out the pay-per-view or are you uh, not interested in the pay-per-view?
3: Well, I don't know if I'll get to see it right away or not Because um, Sunday I'm going to be tied up Of course, you know, I like I was telling you earlier, Icon I'm My family and I are going to Owasso For Wrestling for a Cause for the Ryder Cup Memorial show This weekend on Friday and Saturday And um, I'm hoping to get to watch Money in the Bank on Sunday But um, I actually have a prior commitment That I have to be at I am a member of our Moose Lodge, and it's our women's fundraiser weekend, so I'm going to be tied up out there probably Sunday night for a little while. But
2: I can always go back and
3: watch it you on know, the
2: WWE Network, yeah. so, you know. Well, you know, it's funny how you mentioned, you know, the Moose Lodge. You know, it's funny how you mentioned that because when I played baseball in elementary school, Moose Lodge was one of our sponsors, you know. Oh. Which is really cool. yeah. So I'm very familiar with Moose Lodge, and uh, you know, with um, with the way that the WWE has been lately, you know, when you think about it, there really has not there really has not been much to talk about. There hasn't really been much to brag about, really.
0: Um, so, Icon, we're, we're spo- when were we supposed to have another guest on? Uh,
2: ten minutes ago.
0: No, but I'm saying, is there another one after them?
2: No. Or is there, no. was it just two tonight? Just two tonight.
0: Just two tonight,
2: yeah. All right. There was supposed to be three, but they never confirmed, so uh,
1: it's yep. supposed to be. And I it's hear you. To
0: him, so. Well, I'm going to run out in this little boys' room, but, but I'm going to give you a little food for thought here, because I've been thinking about this. Um, Now that they gave that final FU to CM Punk who, by the way, is returning to the cage uh, as, as, you know, his disastrous first UFC fight, now is returning to the cage again. WWE wants to give that final middle finger salute to, to CM Punk for having Brock Lesnar, a part-timer, break CM Punk's, uh, you know, title-holding record. Do you think they take the belt off Lesnar sooner rather than later or wait all the way until SummerSlam to do it? I mean, this a little well, boys' room. Give me your take on this.
2: I, I, hope, I hope it doesn't last that long. But you know they did announce that uh you know CM Punk uh is no longer going to be doing MMA anymore. Uh they announced that his career is officially done. He's 0 2 and he's done. So, you know, they uh they they said that that's it. We're not doing it anymore uh and he's going to be done. So, whether um, that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I mean, I I guess I never really – I mean, I, I didn't dislike CM Punk, and I didn't really like him either. Uh, I, I guess I was always undecided about him, unlike my strong feelings for someone like a Kevin Owens. Uh, when it comes to CM Punk, I guess I never really uh, disliked him at all. I thought he was a good wrestler. And he did bring us the term pipe bomb. So, uh, what was your thought on CM Punk uh, back in the day, Granny?
1: Well, you know,
3: I'm I, I'm kind of like you. I mean, I I didn't dislike the guy. I mean, I you know, I I kind of liked him off and on for a while, and then he kind of turned into kind of a jerk, you know, and I'm like, "Eh, I don't like him right now so much, you know, but, I mean, it was what it was, you know, I mean, he had his feuds with everybody, you know, and they kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him, you know, try to build him up and build him up and build him up, and, you know, it just, I, you know, I, I could take or leave CM Punk, you know, I mean, whatever, you know, so...
2: Well, I, I will. I will say this about CM Punk, though. Uh, unlike what they did to Roman Reigns, they didn't ruin. Well, they eventually ruined his career, but they didn't shove him down. Show him down our throat uh, at the start, like they did yeah. with Roman Reigns. And I'm yeah. actually, I'm still upset about that because I love Roman Reigns. You know, uh,
3: I like Roman. I like Roman Reigns. I mean, I like Dean Ambrose. You know, and I mean, I liked Seth Rollins for a while, and then when he was part of the, uh, you know, Triple H and Stephanie, you know, the, uh, whatever they called themselves, you the know, authority. back then. And, yeah, the authority, you the authority. know, and, um, you know, but now, like, I, I like Seth Rollins again, too, you know, and everything, and I liked what he did to Elias's guitar tonight, so. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stomped on yeah. it a
2: little bit, you know yeah you know what's uh you know what else is uh you know what else is really interesting uh I don't know if you remember this back uh the storyline that they had uh back in the day but uh, it was eleven years ago today if you remember that vince mcMahon Mr McMahon was killed in a car explosion,
3: yep and, I remember uh, that.
2: Then then uh, two days later, he came back to life because mm-hmm. of uh, what happened with um, Chris Benoit. Yep.
3: I remember that.
2: Very, very interesting. You know, <clears throat> people don't remember that. I remember that vaguely. I remember like it was yesterday.
3: Well, they've had Which, a lot of uh, a lot of <laughs> different storylines throughout the WWE over the years. You know, I mean,
2: and uh, you know, a lot that they've uh, that you know, a lot of storylines that they were going to do that they you know dropped, like the feud between um, Jerry Lee King Lawler and um,
1: uh,
2: Jim Carrey. When they were making the movie, uh, yeah, they were going to do that. Then they dropped that, you know. You know, (laughs) they... I don't know. You know, the WWE has just made so many mistakes on so many different levels, on so many different things. You know? Yeah. I mean, you you take John Cena, for instance it's no it's no mystery how fans feel about john cena, and uh the way that they feel is wrong, obviously in my opinion, of course we you know we all have you know we all have our opinions about stuff but um you know w w e used to set it up so that the fans would decide. What you were Now mm-hmm. they don't do that Now it's Now it's more or less We want you to like this guy And that's it You know they, They've they tried to make guys um Go one way And you know Fans turned it around But when they shove a guy down our throat And say this is what we want you to like This is who we want you to support Fans don't get into that anymore.
3: Yeah. Well, I've always liked John Cena. I mean, I've always been a big fan of John Cena. I've never disliked John Cena. I've always liked him. I've always wanted to meet him. Yeah. I don't know if that will ever happen or not, but I'll tell you, I, I've always liked John Cena. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, Icon, and I don't know if you have seen the previews or not. Like, you know, I know they've been advertising on Facebook. But this Friday on um, the Celebrity Undercover Boss,
2: uh,
3: w-
1: Stephanie McMahon, yeah.
3: McMahon is going to be, and there, and also in that episode is a good friend of mine that I did not know he was going to be in that episode till I saw the, the the previews of it on Facebook the other day. Yeah, uh, he's a very blonde. good friend. Of mine. And, yeah, I know she's going to be a blonde, but the guy, the the black guy that's going to be in the episode is a personal friend of mine. Uh, back when TCW was running, he was their photographer a lot, you know, for a lot of their matches and everything. And he's going to be a part of that episode, which I did not know that until I saw the previews. Um, so I've got it set for to DVR to record no. so I can watch the
0: episode. <laughs> Now, Icon, let me ask you, uh, and Granny as well. um, I I was listening. I had my headphones on in the bathroom.
1: I know that's weird, but I
0: was listening when you (laughs) mentioned 11 years ago today that Vince McMahon died in that quote unquote car, the limo explosion. I mean, wrestling, I know during the attitude era and the ruthless aggression era, and then the era that shortly thereafter followed. They wanted the storylines to feel, I guess, as real and as intense as possible. Um, Did that come off as perhaps a little cheesy to you? Um, I don't think anybody on this planet thought Vince McMahon actually died on national television or that they would actually show it. And I guess my question is, um, things like that that happened, do you look at that and go, oh, that was cool? What do you look at that and go, ah, uh, that was kind of – that could have been played better, you know?
2: Well, I thought it was kind of stupid, and the only reason that they ended that storyline was because of what happened with Chris Benoit. That's really o- the only reason why it ended, you know? Because it's like – Because okay, like when Austin, in
0: 98 – well, in 98, when Austin attacked McMahon in his uh, in his hospital bed and hit him with a bed and all that stuff, that to me – Seemed more real because of the hostility between those two that they had been building up. And, you know, when you hear the thunk of the bed pan off of man's head, you're like, wow, he actually made contact with him, you know? And that to me seems like something that could happen, not very likely, but could happen. But a limo explosion on national television, if that happened, not only, would, I mean, there'd be cops everywhere, there'd be everything. I mean, it, it, it just to me seemed a little bit, over the top, and I think that is when WWE started to get into this funk that they're in now because they tried to do they tried to do too much. If McMahon, remember, he went all depressed and it got all crazy, and he was like, you know, he quote-unquote snapped. Well, that's fine. Have them have for me. It would have been better if you know the iconic Vince McMahon, who you know the untouchable stately Vince McMahon had to get checked into a psych ward that would have been more like oh my god Vince McMahon's in a psych ward like you know you remember when Linda when he was shooting on Linda was pushed she was all doped up and blah 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 like same thing like put him in a psych ward have him in a padded room then you're like wow the Vince McMahon finally is in a psych ward no you have him die on national television it, to me it was it wasn't necessarily in poor taste it was just too much you know too much for me
2: yeah, I, I, you know, put it like this, and I'm going to put this to you guys, because apparently uh, for some reason our, our guest is not calling in and uh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but uh, the main thing is our guest for next week can't be confirmed. But is there anything that's going to get the WWE out of the funk that they're in? Because they aren't a funk. None of their storylines make any sense. None of the things that they're doing are making any sense. Is there anything that can be of saving grace to them? Ratings are down. Everything is down. What can they do, if anything, well, to get well, to get going? Again? Look at
0: I, your your descriptions and your reactions to things are always so priceless. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe. I heard it again. I turned it off, but I, and I wrote it. I wrote it off, but I believe I read um, the Titus O'Neill skit where he brought all of his like high school girlfriends. from all people like guys dressed up as women and all that, that whole thing. They did a couple weeks ago. If they're gonna keep writing things like that, I mean, what do they expect?
2: Well, you know, I'll tell you this: that that segment that they did was definitely no this is your life. I mean, it was just god awful. I had to turn it off. And I you know me and Grady Hopkins are commenting about this on how poor taste it was and how ridiculous it was. Uh, well, why would but why would a guy,
0: why would a guy like Titus get a this is your life? The Rock got one, Mankind got one. I get it. Those are two of the biggest stars in the world at that time period. Titus O'Neil is a glorified jobber. I mean, why would he even get one?
2: Well, you know, and the thing is, though, it, it really, really wasn't uh this is your life. It's more like uh, we're going to make fun of your family type deal, you know? That,
1: and, was, Bobby yeah, Lashley. You,
2: what, that
3: was Bobby Lashley, well, wasn't it? When Sammy Zayn was making fun of Bobby oh, Lashley me. and he the, had those the, the, guys the, the, dressed I mean. up like not, his not, sisters. Not,
2: uh, yeah, yeah
0: not, Bobby not, Lashley. Yeah. I, you know, it's gonna sound really, really terrible for me to say this, but I got them confused because they look so similar, and that's not because they all look alike. Don't let, let's not pull the race card here. But, um, no, I did get them confused. Yes, Bobby Lashley, but still, same argument. Bobby Lashley yeah. has been gone since since he represented Donald Trump at WrestleMania back in what was that like 2007 or eight? I mean, he he really hasn't been in the picture and now all of a sudden he's back for two weeks and they're going to give him a, a major segment? I mean, the only thing worked that they could have done was give him a title push, which I think they're going to start doing as well. It's like, for me, you know, Ronda Rousey, I think they started her off too quick. Rousey's now going to fight... Uh, Rousey's Nia going to Jax. face um, Nia Jax now. It's like, why? You know, like, because you know she's going to win. You don't want to... You're putting yourself in the position of As much as I love Alexa Bliss, and I would marry Alexa Bliss in a heartbeat, um, Alexa Bliss is the bad guy. And everyone loves to see bad guys lose. So have Alexa Bliss have the belt. Have Ronda Rousey be the hero and take it off of her. But now you've got Ronda Rousey, who the crowd is behind. You've built up this whole anti-bullying and weight-shaming storyline with Nia Jax. Now, if you have Ronda take it off of Nia, you built that up for nothing. But if you have Nia beat Ronda then all of a sudden, well, oh, the immortal Ronda Rousey isn't as good as we thought. It's like you're you're pigeonholing yourself here. I just don't get
2: it. Well, you know, there was a rumor today that uh, Ronda Rousey may be out of the WWE fashion than she came in. I hope that's not correct. I hope that's not true. But I I heard that somewhere that she might be leaving the WWE after this pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, but didn't she lock up a two-year deal?
2: Yeah, but, you know, it'll be like a Brock Lesnar thing. Hmm. Oh, so
3: she'll be
0: be a sporadic. Okay, so she'll be a sporadic. She'll be a a
3: sporadic champion.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe. But, no, I, I like that, though, with her, because she's not your prototypical WWE superstar. Sure, she looked impressive in her first couple matches. I get it because she's an athletic freak. But when it when it comes to actual professional wrestling and the professional wrestling moves and, you know, the things that you look at as a professional wrestler, she's sloppy in the ring. I mean, she's not a wrestler. She's a fighter. And, you know, for her to be sporadic, same thing with Brock Lesnar. Lesnar was so successful because he's so much bigger than everybody else. And the guy's, like, basically a refrigerator with legs Um, for – So he was successful in that regard, but he's sloppy. He's not technically savvy at all. At least he is now. He wasn't back in the day. All he used to do was just hook people around. So, you know, I I like the idea of her being part-time, honestly, because it builds up the suspense. When are we going to see Ronda Rousey again? When is she going to make her appearance? You know, what is Ronda Rousey going to do? I think her being full-time, you could burn her out pretty quick. The fans might be okay. We've seen this before. She has a very limited move set. All the athleticism in the world, but very, very limited in terms of being a wrestler. Uh, when, when is the crowd going to get bored of her, and and then all of a sudden you spend all that money and you paid her all that for nothing? So it, there's just a lot of of, of logical holes you can poke uh, in in this right now.
2: Well, you know, here's here's another here's another subject that we can touch on, uh, uh, because you know I, like I say I'm led to believe now that. Uh, uh, our guest isn't calling in, so we'll just talk till the end of the show. Of course, you know it's it's not it's not a bad thing that uh, you know. Well, uh, I'm not in
0: front of the computer at this very moment. I'm going to run back over there in a second to see if they're in the switchboard. But if they're not, then obviously,
1: then I'm going to
0: write it off as a loss. But um, yeah, but,
1: although, but again, uh, I'm
0: not looking at it at the moment. They could very well be on. And if you are on, um, I, I do apologize, and I'll
1: get you I'll get you
0: on the airways with us here. And temporarily, I just had to run outside for a second, but.
2: Um, but, yeah. yeah, what were you saying? Well, you know, I was going to say, you know, our, our streak has been broken. We've had at least two guests on now for the last 30-plus uh, weeks. So uh, our streak has been broken, unfortunately. But uh, we'll just start a new streak uh, again next week, but that's okay. Uh, you know, and, you know, I understand things happen. I, you know, you can't can't be bitter about it, and I'm not. But you know the thing—the thing that always got me though is like you know
1: when you I book a guest. Never.
2: Yeah, well you know when I book a guest and they they confirm that they're going to be on and then they don't. Come on. Uh, well, they know. might
0: very well be. Like I said, I'm not in front of the switchboard. But the, 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 let's not trash guests
2: here until we're sure you know 100. I'm not trashing. I'm not <laughs> trashing anybody. I'm just letting you know. I'm not trashing anybody. I'm just letting you know. See, one second here, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so
0: i you know i I just i feel like in in certain regards though i I love having guests, and I love having these interviews, and you know you learn so much about the independent segment or you learn so much about what it was like growing up uh, or coming up in the WWE from some of the old WWE superstars that we had or WCW superstars or whatnot. Um, you learn a little bit more about what goes on on the road and the process and this and that and that. But in, you know, sometimes I guess it is nice, it is a blessing uh, to be able to have some time to just you know shoot the breeze a little bit and, and chat about wrestling. Because remember, this show was based on or was founded upon you know, um, was founded upon us complaining about how bad wrestling has gotten when we loved it so much. So I, you know, I, I'm actually kind of, in a way, kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say glad, but you know, not upset if we don't have, you know, a full packed show with guests, uh, every single time. Let me check the studio. Yeah. Uh, let me check the studio switchboard here. Cause you know, I do like talking to you guys, you know, um, Right now, let me refresh the page here just to make sure I'm not losing my mind. We have, no, just just the three of us. I can't sing or I would say just the three of us, but no, just the three of us for the time being. Um, But, yeah, I'm not super upset about it. I mean, you know, I I know from a pride standpoint it kind of sucks because, you know, you, you do put a lot of work into book these guests to promote the shows and things, and, you know, if they don't, if they don't end up coming out with us, it does, you know, sort of take a hit to you a little bit, but in a way, you know, I just roll with the punches, I'm not super upset about, about anything, in fact, my main thing, is I'm trying to find this, this clip, I don't think I have it, but, um, I was going to get the, it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing, um, but I don't think I have him saying it here. I don't think. I... Oh yes, here it is.
2: Yo, it's me! It's me! It's DDP.
1: <laughs>
0: no, nope, I thought he said it's a bad. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. He didn't. He just says his name. Never mind. My point was shot down.
1: Well, you know, I was gonna, down. I was gonna
0: have him say the quote, but he didn't say the quote, so.
2: My apologies. Well, we 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 had him uh, when we he did that promo for us. We had him say that quote. Uh, well, yeah,
0: well, yes. I, I just I was just looking for it because it would be relevant to this particular uh, discussion. But I, I didn't have. I thought I had it. I don't have it. Though. I do. I do. However, I do have this one. Face it,
2: Brian. She's dumber than a Boston area book report. The novel I chose to address is *Oliver a Twist by Charles Dickens. Queer name, right? The book was actually not bad.
0: I do like that one. That's one of my favorites. Cause Oliver Tw-
2: uh, you know, and
0: All of
2: the uh, the what, one thing that uh, one thing I think would be cool, you know, and, uh, you know, I know that uh, you're always a busy guy, but eventually, you know, uh, we plan on doing a uh, an opening with... Um, Yes, yes, yes. uh, Yes, I
1: still plan on doing that. uh,
2: You know, all the guests saying stuff. but We only have a minute and a half. I mean, we can't put everybody on. Yeah, I know. But there is one clip, though, that I would like you to try and find. What is that? Out there, because I know it's out there. When uh, Jim Cornette is talking about uh, wrestlers calling themselves the icon, you know. (laughs) Okay, all right. The reason why the reason why he didn't mention me is because he knows I already am, so that's why he didn't mention my name. But mm. uh, but yeah, if you could find that Thank clip you. and then
1: uh, you.
2: and uh, you know I I kind of touched on it a little bit. I want to give uh, another preview of what we got coming on next week. Uh, we yes. have uh, Preston uh, DeFrancis. Uh he is a uh he is the director of the uh the movie Ruin Me. And we're gonna have his co star on yeah. with us as well. They'll both be on with us. I watched And then that. also Colton.
1: Tombs, uh,
2: Colton to- uh Colton Tombs. His dad was uh uh Roddy Tooms, aka Rowdy Roddy Piper, and uh hopefully Big Swing that you'll be able to uh be on with us the whole time during that interview. Because uh, it's going and to be emotional next week. Oh, it's a Monday. Okay, yeah, I can do it. if It's a Monday. If it's a special show, yeah,
0: this, a lot of the times I just have to work the switchboard because I'm I'm either working karaoke or I'm doing something, so I can't. I don't want that music coming through um, on our audio
2: quality purposes. But um, but yeah, no, I, next next Monday, I'm I'm locked in, man. I'm here. Yeah, because it's uh, you know it's going to be a very emotional. Uh, interview for me, and I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna try and keep it together. Um, you, you don't know, want the
0: waterworks flowing.
2: No, and, and it, the thing is, it, it probably will. Make sure you have it your probably, box of tissues I, icon. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you have
3: your box of tissues by you. So.
2: Right, and uh, the other thing is, I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to send you guys the trailer. Uh, I'm going to try and find it and send you guys the trailer for Ruin Me so uh you guys will know uh uh what movie we're talking about now I saw this movie uh during its premiere Yeah I saw it too dude it's creepy it's 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 good though I'm I'm a horror movie buff. I used to write reviews of horror movies and it it was great And uh yeah it's uh and uh the one thing uh you know I
1: hope
2: That uh, he, uh, you know, he's got, uh, I'm sure he's got a new project project going on, uh, and uh, eventually, uh, maybe uh, he'll uh, he'll realize that uh, I'm a good talent, like a lot of people do, and uh, maybe he'll let me be part of his next movie, which would be really cool. Well,
0: I, I think, Icon, I think you should shoot higher than that. I think the next movie should be about you. (laughs) i mean think about it you'll have you'll have the entire state of north dakota tuned in for that i mean that that would be a that would be a blockbuster a record breaker
2: yeah and uh you know the thing is you know and we've talked we've touched on this before too yes we are a wrestling show okay and we are always going to talk wrestling. We're going to have guests on. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw, like I see, even though there is not, has not been much to talk about. But the thing that, uh, you know, if a an actress or a director or an actor, uh, a celebrity wants to come on, with, we're not going to turn them down. No. You know, because they, they want to use our show as a platform. And there's no Especially there. when they reach
0: out to us, I mean, we're definitely not going to turn. It I mean, we had Roger Maris Jr. on. and you know, I mean, he has really about a, as little to do with wrestling as anybody else. But we, we you know, we talked with him. Uh, obviously, you know, Andy, the the Padres manager there. I mean, we we we've Andy, talked to everybody. Andy Crawford, Andy Crawford, yep. Yeah, so we've so. we talked to seemingly everybody. So we don't turn anybody down. Um you know, and we'll always find something to, you know, the the guy from, um, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank right now, it's been a long weekend, uh, but the guy from, uh, the guy from um, Christmas Story, we had him on, so, oh, yeah, we've just,
1: we we, 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 we,
0: yeah, so, I mean, we talk to everybody, we, we don't turn anybody down, so if you are out there, you do listen to the show, but you don't necessarily know anything about wrestling, you're not involved in wrestling, that's fine, feel free to call in, or we'll talk to you.
2: And, uh, you know, the uh, the other cool thing that I'm working on is, uh, I don't know, uh, Granny, if you've heard of this wrestler or not, but his name is David uh, Besner. He's known as the American Giant. Have you heard of him?
3: I've heard the name, yeah. Uh,
2: he's going to be on with us, and uh, he's got a feud with another wrestler, and I wanted to get him on to talk to us about it. And then, the next thing you know, the guy that he's having feud with wants to be on with us as well, you know, so oh, wow, and the thing about the American giant is he is seven foot four, three hundred and forty plus pounds, Wow, by twenty two and a half inch shoe, Wow. Well, that's why I was
3: kind of hoping the night we had Tim Storm on, you know, my good friend, Mr. Saturday Night, Michael Berry, you know, they were going to be a part of a a six-man tag team match at that uh, show that they did in Hot Springs, um, uh, Spa City Slam. I was hoping that Mr. Saturday Night would have called in that same night that we had Tim Storm on so they could kind of go back and forth with their match. But, you know, I guess he got tied up with his schedule and he, he, he couldn't, you know, call in, but... You know, but I tell you, what I'm looking forward to, Icon, is, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I know in October, you're going to have my one of my very good friends, Brian Thompson, on as a guest on this show. And he is yeah. also known as the Icon, but he spells his name I-K-O-N. You spell yours I C O N, and I was telling my husband and my son, I said I don't know if I can, if Granny can handle two icons in the same night.
2: <laughs> well, you know, because it'll probably be difficult, but uh, I think. Well, well yeah, we'll, I we'll, tell you, well, no, it'll
3: pro- it'll probably be, it'll probably be funny because back in the day when um, traditional championship wrestling was running. Brian Thompson was one of their commentators. And, you know, they televised their shows. I mean, they still show the old reruns down in the Little Rock area on television. And you can occasionally come across one of their episodes, you know, on YouTube as well. But back in the day, Granny and Brian Thompson, you know, had had their back and forth, you know, that love-hate relationship. You know, he he's always teasing me about, like, you know, you know, security. you know, he said, security, security. I'm granny, I'm going to kick you out of the, I'm going to have you kicked out of the building. <laughs> Things like that, you know. I mean, I remember one time we were at a, a legend show in Harrison, Arkansas for mid states, and he was there with beautiful Bobby Eaton. And he's like, Granny, what are you doing here? And I said, Brian Thompson, I said, shut up. I said, I am not here to see you tonight. I'm here to see Bobby and Bobby says, "Yeah, Brian, you better leave Granny alone or I'm going to have to knock you out." So, you know, I'm I I'm good friends with beautiful Bobby Eaton, you know. I mean, I am pr- I am proud and honored to say that I am friends with beautiful Bobby Eaton, you know. So, I mean, it's you know, it's Granny has had her her upcomings with a few you know commentators and you know the night that Tommy Dreamer used my cane on Matt Riviera, he's like Granny, this isn't a fans bring your own weapons match, you know? What do you think you're doing? <laughs> so, I mean, and Tommy just grabbed the cane out of my hand. It wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like I just said, oh, like here, Tommy, here's my cane. He just took it out of my hand, you know. That's Tommy Dreamer. I'm not going to stop Tommy Dreamer from taking something out of my hand. I'm sorry. I'm not going to
2: do it. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, we um, we have we have so uh, we have so many good stories and so many things to say. Um, you know, it's 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 really interesting, all the stuff that we do and what we do and where we're going and why and this and that and the other. But uh, what what else can we uh, you know what else can we say but uh, just be ourselves and keep plugging away with what we're doing you know that's right that's right and you know Granny so we're we're ca- glad, I think, we're
1: glad what, glad I think that what we uh, can do you,
0: here I think it would be safe to be able to uh, to wrap this for this week but uh, you know again keep keep up the great work keep up uh, booking the guests and getting everything and next week. I think it's going to be a great show. It's going to be filled with a lot of fun but also, you know, like you said a lot of emotion. So uh, you know, well, you
3: know and it, it, it was a great, for next week. it was a great show. It was a great show tonight. Chandler Hopkins was absolutely awesome. I mean, you know, it He's was always a great awesome. show tonight. So
0: it's always it's always a great yeah, show I, uh, with the three I of us, Chandler. the the, the modern guys. day triplets. <laughs>
2: Modern day triplets. Yeah, I think we can. So you it. were starting well, well. to
3: say something about me, Icon. What were you starting to say something about me? You were starting to say something about Granny.
1: Oh yeah,
2: and you know I'm glad that uh, you're joining us, and we want you to continue uh, calling us every week. And uh, you know it's great to have a third wheel. When uh, it, look, I'll admit, without without a co without you guys as my co-host, I would I I'll admit I couldn't do this myself. And even though people say, well you know, Icon likes to hog the spotlight, which is not the case, and I'm not going to hash that out again uh, because it's just not true. I know that you guys are my rock. You guys are my foundation. And together, the three of us make the show, not just me, not just you guys. It's all of us together,
1: you know? That's right. That's, that's right. That's and if right. people
2: don't understand that, I don't know what show you're listening to, but that's just that's just your problem, I guess. So... Until next week, I guess we'll see you all then. And uh, Have a great week, everyone. More stuff to come. Join us
0: next week. Yes, and remember, you know, stay classy, San Diego, of course. Um, although, I don't know, I've heard some stories that might be difficult for San Diego. But anyway, all my San Diegoans, I apologize. I, uh, But, yeah,
1: try to stay classy. See you next week. Dead Man water you've got it now
2: Oh